Today's podcast is all about just being diagnosed with diabetes, written and read by Little Coach Farah. My father is diabetic type 2 and before I researched diabetes in details, I wanted his point of view and his history of diagnosis. He lives in Pakistan now and after being separated from my mother in 1995, he have, um, we don't have much contact now unfortunately so we are far apart and have very little in common. Um, I rang him to ask him a few questions about history of his condition. This may make you laugh but these are his exact words. Me, Dad, at what age were you diagnosed and what made you go to the doctors? Did you have any symptoms? Dad, my friend who was a doctor back in Iraq told me that I had a big chin, as in a double chin. I think you're a diabetic, the doctor said. I was 40 years old at the time. It made me laugh. What a strange way to diagnose. Anyway, he also told me that he used to drink lots of beer and eat lots of fatty food like livers and meat, not to mention his sweet tooth, which I remember clearly. He didn't do anything to reverse or reduce diabetes until it got so bad that he needed high doses of medication followed by insulin injections. Things got worse by the age of 60 and he was diagnosed with high cholesterol and was put on medication to bring the cholesterol down. He kept saying, I should have been good with my food, but I definitely tried with exercise. I walked lots in my younger days, jogged when I could got a chance. I didn't do enough. The food wasn't ideal and I should have tried harder. At the age of 70, he's, set, um, he's so set in his ways that a sort of change to a healthier or an alternative lifestyle isn't an option for him. This makes me sad as I truly believe I can help him live longer and healthier. What is diabetes? According to Dr. Michael Greger, uh, who wrote for Daily Mail, an estimated 4.5 million people are living with diabetes in the UK today. Some 700 are newly diagnosed each day. It's a modern plague and a horribly common cause of early death. UK statistics show that people with diabetes are 37.5% more likely to die early than their peers, which means more than 20,000 with diabetes die before their time each year. But even if you already have diabetes and all of the associated complications, there is still hope. Now, there are two types of diabetes, type 1 and type 2. So what is the difference between the two? Well, type 1 diabetes, if you have type 1 diabetes, your body doesn't make insulin. Your immune system attacks and destroys the cells in your pancreas and makes that makes insulin. Type 1 diabetes is usually diagnosed in children and younger adults, although it can appear at any age. People with type 1 diabetes need to make insulin every day to stay alive. Type 2 diabetes. If you have, if you have type 2 diabetes, your body does not make or use insulin well. You can develop type 2 diabetes at any age or even during childhood. However, this type of diabetes occurs most often in middle-aged and older people. Type 2 is the most common type of diabetes. There's one more type of diabetes that we will talk about, which is gestational. Gestational diabetes develops in some women when they're pregnant. Most of the time, this type of diabetes goes away after the baby's born. However, if, if you've had gestational diabetes, you have a greater chance of developing type 2 diabetes later in life. Sometimes diabetes diagnosed during pregnancy is actually type 2 diabetes. Today we're going to talk about type 2. How do we get it? How does it get reversed? Can we get it reversed? Let's find out. So what are the symptoms of type 2 diabetes? According to uh, my clinic, according to NHS, uh, there are two different types of diabetes. Um, UK, UK people have two types of diabetes and this is because some symptoms... 
Um, this is because symptoms don't necessarily make you feel unwell. Symptoms type 2 diabetes is peeing more than usual, particularly at night, feeling thirsty all the time, feeling tired, very tired, losing weight without trying to, itching around your penis or vagina or repeatedly getting thrush, cuts or wounds that take longer to heal, blurred vision, and if you're having two or more of these symptoms, please go and see your GP. And then who is at the risk? Who is at the most risk of developing diabetes? Well, you're at the most risk of developing type 2 diabetes if you are over the age of 40 or 25 for South Asian people, have a close relative with diabetes such as parent, brother or sister, are overweight and obese, are of South Asian, Chinese, African, Caribbean or Black African origin, or if you, even if you were born in the UK. So how do you get it diagnosed? Well, it's actually really simple. It's a simple blood test at your local GP and they will determine your results. The earlier the diabetes is diagnosed, the treatment starts and the better chance for you getting in control. Early treatment reduces your risk for other medical issues too. So what are the risks associated with uncontrolled diabetes? Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, type 2 diabetes can, e can be easy to ignore, especially in the early stages, because you feel fine. However, diabetes affects many major organs, including your heart, blood vessels, nerve, eye, kidney, and kidneys. Controlling your blood sugar levels can help to prevent these complications. Long-term complications of diabetes can develop gradually. They can eventually be disabling or even life-threatening. Some of the potential complications of diabetes include heart and blood vessel disease. Diabetes dramatically increases the risk of various cardiovascular uh, problems, including coronary artery disease with chest pains, heart attack, stroke, nerve arteries, and high blood pressure. Nerve damage, neuropathy, excess sugar can injure the walls of tiny blood vessels, capillaries that nourish your nerves, especially in the legs. This can, can then go on to cause tingling, numbness, burning, or pain, or pain that usually um, is at the end tips of the toes and fingers, gradually spreading upwards. Poorly controlled blood sugar can eventually cause you to lose all sense of your feeling, ineffective limbs. Damage to the nerve cells or the nerves that control digestion can cause problems with nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, and for men, erectile dysfunction may also be an issue. There's another thing which is a kidney da um, damage. The kidney contains millions of tiny blood vessels, clusters that fil filter waste from your blood. Diabetes can damage these delicate filtering systems. Severe damage can lead to kidney failure, irreversible and staged kidney disease and therefore requires dial dialysis or kidney transplant. It can cause eye damage. Diabetes can damage the blood vessels of the retina, potentially leading to blindness. Diabetes can also increase the risk for other serious vision conditions such as cataract and glaucoma. Foot damage. Nerve damage in the feet are or low blood flow to the feet increases the risk of various foot complications. Left untreated, cuts and blisters can become serious infection, which may heal poorly. Severe damage might require toe, foot or leg amputation. There is also an issue with hearing impairment. Hearing problems can occur. Uh, they are more common in people with diabetes. And also the skin condition, which is like bacterial and fungal infections. So, can diabetes type 2 be treated and reversed? Well, there are a number of treatments available to help you manage and treat your diabetes. Everyone's so different, um, so treatment will be uh, vary depending on your individual needs. These include tablets and insulin. However, many people treat diabetes with a healthy diet and lifestyle. Now, you could actually go on and um, log on to our, um, this guide that I've actually attached to this, which will give you an opportunity to uh, find a how to eat a balanced meal. 
So you want to include things like starch-based food, like rice, potatoes. Uh, you want to include whole grain food, leafy vegetables, lots, lots of vegetables, um, and pulses, etc. So it's a, there is a guide here which which shows you a complete balanced food and how to eat it. Tells you how much you should eat in a day as well. However, there's a big research showing recently that plant-based diet can actually reverse the diabetes type two. Studies show that dietary changes can enable those who have had type 2 diabetes for decades to get off all insulin injections in as little as two weeks. That's amazing. And the person behind it really is Dr. Michael Greger from the Daily Mail, and also he's written a book which is called How Not to Die. Seems the more plant-based your diet, the more likely you are able to maintain a healthy weight, which is obviously a really important factor when controlling diabetes. You can essentially eat as much as you want without worrying about counting calories, skipping meals or portion control because most plant foods are naturally nutrient-dense and low in calories. Therefore, beyond the weight loss aspect, there are clearly other protective benefits of plant-based diet. Um, in studies, even participants who didn't lose weight but put on a plant-based diet or even those who gained weight still appear to improve their diabetes. In fact, a study of 10,000 adults in the US and Canada found that people who cut out all animal products, including fish, dairy, eggs, appeared to have 78% reduced risk of diabetes. One key reason could be that the fact the plant fats are so much better for the body to absorb than the animal fats. Saturated fats can wreak all sorts of havoc in the, um, the muscle cells and may result in accumulation of toxic compounds from uh, being broken down. However, the un unsaturated fats most found mostly in nuts, olives and avocados, may protect against detrimental effect of saturated fats. What is plant-based diet? Well, a diet that focused on foods derived from plant sources. This can include fruit, vegetable, grains, pulses, legumes, nuts, meat substitutes such as soy product. People often have different interpretation of what plant-based food looks like. Well, here's an example of some plant foods that I've taken from Healthline. Um, fruits like berries, citrus fruit, peaches, pears, pineapple, bananas. Um, vegetables are kale, spinach, tomatoes, broccoli, cauliflower, carrot, asparagus, peppers. Starchy vegetables are potatoes, sweet potatoes, butter, squash. Whole grains are brown rice, rolled oats, farro, quinoa, brown rice, pasta, barley. Healthy fats are avocados, olive oil, coconut oil, unsweetened coconut. And then legumes are the peas, chickpeas, lentil, peanuts, black beans, seed nuts and butter, almond, cashew, macadamia nuts, pumpkin, um, sunflower, natural peanut butter, tahini. Unsweetened plant-based milks, so coconut milk, almond milk, cashew milk, spices, herbs and seasoning, basil, rosemary, turmeric, curry powder, black pepper, salt, condiments will be salsa, mustard, nutritional yeast, soy, vinegar and lemon juice and then plant-based protein it is tofu, tempeh, plant-based protein shakes, powders with no added sugar and artificial ingredients and then beverages is coffee, tea, sparkling water. So how much should we eat? Well to make it really easy and simple I've attached another guide for you guys from Michael McGregor who has put together an easy to follow daily dozen guide. Please also check his book I'm actually currently currently reading this book and I'm finding it absolutely amazing. It's called How Not to Die. Um, it just educates on all aspects of health condition and teaching us how we can actually add years to our lives. And then exercise. Exercise and diabetes. Exercise so many benefits, but the biggest one being it's easier to control your blood glucose levels. People with type 2 diabetes have too much glucose in their blood, either because their body doesn't produce enough insulin to process it or because their body doesn't use insulin properly. In the UK, regu uh, regular exercise is defined by NHS completing 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity. So what does that look like? So an example of that would be fast-paced walking, like jogging, bike riding, rowing, swimming, playing double tennis or badmintons, 
and water aerobics. So all of these are examples of what you could do. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you have found it useful. Thank you very much.